We're back to burn down some bankrolls, bump some gums, and talk DFS NFL Week 8 2021. It's your favorite Lodo Bros with cold beers and cold takes for the week ahead. I'm your host. I'm Brady G. Big Brandon and the place to be. How's that bankroll looking? Uh, pretty thin, especially after uh, visiting New York this past weekend. What'd you do in New York City? What's the what's the country boy doing up there? Uh, well, girlfriend's daughter is living in Vermont, so we visited looking for Bigfoot and I figured, hey, if I'm not going to win the magical uh, unicorn lineup, I might as well go look for Bigfoot. What game did you go to while you were up there? A better one than the Chiefs game. Well, that was all. The Giants and the Panthers. Yeah? So you got a scouting report for this week, is what you're telling me. Oh, dear God. Let me ask. That game was horrible, and it was better than the Chiefs game from what I hear. Let me ask you this. Uh, Compare the scene in the stands uh, the Giants game versus Kansas City, because every time you just recently, I mean, two super fans throwing hands at the Chiefs game. Is it like that up there? No, I mean, I think Chiefs, I, it's hard to tell because the Giants stink. Uh, I mean, it was a definite, I mean, it was it was a packed house, surprisingly. I think. Is it rowdy? No, not really. I think I was expecting more. I asked the guys behind me and they said that I was like, is there a difference between Jets fans and Giants fans? And they're like, oh, yeah. And, of course, the dudes behind me were all Carolina fans, but they're from New York. Oh. Yeah, and they said that Jets fans are a little more ruthless. Yeah, I'll uh, bet. But they uh, they basically know that they're, it's like a sideshow right now, the Giants are. So when they, when they won, everybody was like, what the? <laughs> like, like surprise. And at the end of this pod, I'll, I'll remind me to tell you a story of a guy that obviously, because it's obviously legal to bet over there in Jersey, but uh, – they he had a bet going toward the end of the game, and the last five minutes screwed him. It was classic. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Big Doe Joe, JKNKC. How's that bankroll? I mean, it's looking better after uh, last week NFL, but man, this NBA this week's been uh, kind of kicking it back down a little bit more than I'd like. That's for sure. NBA is a struggle for me. It's a yeah, struggle. It's, uh, some nights are great. Some nights are not so great. I got. I haven't had a great night. night. I haven't nice had a great day. night. I've had a. I didn't lose everything night. Your your little uh, opto over there was hitting for a few nights in a row. So I don't. I don't know what you're complaining about. Okay. Yes, I have kind of uh, worked on a little optimizer because uh, you know I'm some sort of computer genius now that I'm taking classes at Johnson <laughs> County Community College. <laughs> <laughs> that $900 degree is going to pay itself off $2 at a time. I'm telling you. There you um, go. Hey, real quick, before we get to positions this week, uh, one, I want to remind everybody, A, thank you for listening. Join our league. It's just a league we slap together. We don't make money off of it. Uh, it's just a bunch of low dough games, $1, $3 when Miles18 wants to go heavy. So join that. Uh, follow us on Twitter for the link dumpster sports on twitter um, do all that good stuff and uh, come take our money second joe what about this we've had some back and forth on stacking and i'm still a little unconvinced i mean i i know everybody does it i'm sure it's the right way to go what about this this is a strategy i'm thinking about going with this week naked quarterback right like um uh he's not on the main slate so this would be a good one josh allen 
right? Huge game for him. He's got a ton of weapons. He can also run in. So you go and you play him naked so you don't have to guess who he's going to throw to. And then with him, you stack all the weapons from a different team, right? So like Tampa Bay. So then you go get your your, uh, Godwin, your Evans, you know, your OJ Howard. How do you feel about that? I don't like it. Oh, Jesus. What are we talking about? Josh Brady's Allen. Brady's trying to convince me or the people or I'm trying somebody to convince that myself. Naked quarterback is a good idea and it's just it's not. I mean, if a quarterback has a ceiling game and they're going for 30, more likely than not, they have at least one wide receiver that's had a pretty decent game. Okay. And I'm saying, I'm saying, here's my problem, Brandon. I'm not saying it's a bad strategy. I'm saying if I go with Tom Brady, I always seem to end up picking the opposite wide receiver that he goes to. I pick Godwin when he goes to Evans. But there's different factors to that. So, for example, like what Joe's saying, you can't, like in today's game, there's not a quarterback right now you can just pick that you could play naked because they don't – I mean, the close one's probably Jalen Hurts, but he still throws the ball. The problem is if you went – and first of all, Josh Allen is on the main slate um, this week. You're right. He is. You're okay. right. And he doesn't play Tampa, just to not confuse No, I know. That. I know. Okay. I know. Okay, so what you're probably saying, like last week is the time I thought about it, Justin Fields against – and then going in with all the Tampa Bay whatever. That's an example. I would never do that because I thought about it and I was like, no way. But you basically need, what is it, 2019 Lamar Jackson, uh, who really couldn't throw the ball then. That's about the only time I would ever stack Why not with himself. Look, so let's take tonight's game. And I'm not saying a showdown scenario, but let's just say you go Kyler Murray, right? And then you run it back with Aaron Jones, Robert Tanyan, and Randall Cobb. Give them the old Bob and Cobb, right? Because that way, if Kyler goes off, you don't have to guess if it's, you know, uh, Christian Kirk instead of DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, but you're still limiting your upside so much by not having his pass catcher. Like the only way that Kyler gets there and somebody that has a Kyler Murray stack doesn't just completely jump you every like every pass that he throws to his stack is if if somehow every receiver on that team. None of them get 100 yards. None of them are scoring a touchdown. And Kyler is getting the 300-yard bonus somehow and is getting multiple rushing scores and not multiple passing scores. Okay, because it's a big field, you're saying somebody's going to have that stack. My point is, wouldn't it be safer to go, Kyler, you get a piece of every touchdown, and then on the other side, you have Aaron Jones. That way, wherever... uh, Wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, you get a piece of that as well. You're still not guaranteed to get every touchdown. The Cardinals run it in and it's not Kyler, you're screwed. Right. But if you have, if the Cardinals run it in and I have Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, I'm screwed. Yeah, but if you have Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins and And they both go off, you're looking fantastic. If you have just Kyler and D-Hop goes off and he's got 30 points or something, you're... Kyler Murray doesn't do anything for you. I know, dude, I'm with, but my, what keeps happening to me is I take Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins and then Christian Kirk catches two touchdowns. 
Well, then quit trying to go after these like ridiculously wide open receiving cores. Well, well, yeah, that too. But if you're going to try to stack, yeah, exactly. That that Arizona stacking core is hard because he spreads it to everybody. I mean, if you're doing cash games, I would never take Christian Kirk. First of no, all, it, but- it's just like last week. Tampa Bay isn't a, isn't a good example of a team that you want to throw receivers out at either. Like you don't want to put them in because they're the exact same way as the Cardinals. But last week we didn't have Gronk or AB, mm-hmm. so you just double stack with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and you're taking home all the money last week. Yeah, I took I took one eighty home against with all you guys last week. Thank you very much. A dollar eighty, right? Yeah, dollar eighty. Just let Lodo you Lodo bro people know, Lodo bros. <laughs> Lodo bros. All right. Okay. Well, I don't care. Whatever it takes to win, I'm trying. And obviously, I'm not smart enough to get it, and I can't. I don't know. I suck. I should host a podcast about this crap. All right, <laughs> let's go. Um, let's go by position, position, and throw out a couple hot takes for this week, and then we'll all join each other uh, a week from now and commiserate on why we suck. And I'll ask dumb questions again. Um, Joe, you want to get us started? Quarterbacks, please. Um, I, I mean, you you mentioned him already. I'm actually kind of liking him this week. I like Jalen Hurts. Um. I, I don't think he's had a game this year where he scored under 24 points um, as a quarterback. So uh, I'm kind of all in for that. Um, another guy that I'm liking, and this is obviously only if he starts, um, giant Sean salary Watson. saver, oh. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> is he back? Uh, they're talking about he's he might be coming off the IR this week. Um so if you're looking at any projection systems, he's probably still projected for zero, but he is $4,900. He has rushing upside. And Zach Wilson's out. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrod has rushing upside. You can easily stack him with Brandon Cooks and just do a little skinny stack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I mean, he doesn't have to do a whole lot to pay off that salary. Nope. That's Ooh. a good one. I didn't know he was coming off IR. That's good. All right. Is that it? I mean, I can I can list off a hundred like you did last week, okay, but I was that's just going to try and give some other people. That's fine. Love. All right. Um, okay, I'll go. I got three, and then oh, I, I didn't pre- I didn't prepare very well, so I don't have like any tight ends or uh, wide receivers. We should play a game where Joe and I have to guess your three. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Well, my first guess is Carson Wentz. Nope. Oh, Joe Matt Stafford. Nope. Both of you are wrong. Neither no. one of them. All, All right. right. First and that's off, why you're not cashing. This dude <laughs> has thrown over 40 times five of the last six games. He's playing a team that gave up 373 and three touchdowns to Kurt Cuzzy, gave up two passing touchdowns to the Jets. His weapons uh, should be fully back. He's stacked this week in a 46 over under game where he's favored by three. Matty Ice this week. Mm. Um Atlanta's looking good right now. I think they need to keep winning. Um, Carolina has been giving up points, and they're in a bit of a mess right now, so I like Matty Ice. Um, how about this dude? Steadily getting better and better. More points each week. Over 30 DK points last week. He plays the Jets this week. His rookie uh, wide receiver is probably going to be rookie of the year. Now, the Jets aren't that bad against the pass, but most teams don't need to pass against them a ton because they're ahead and you just run the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow is really looking good. It looks like they're kind of, you know, letting him loose a little bit. And 
he's just throwing more and more week after week. And uh, Jamar Chase, dude, just goes deep, and the guy looks amazing. So I think, um, I think Joe Burrow looks good this week. And then, all right, we did talk about him. You're right. He is in my notes. Watch the weather in Miami. Uh, Miami has very close to the worst defense, uh, passing defense in the league. Two is not playing that bad. So Miami might be able to keep it close and might be able to put up some points, although uh, Buffalo's defense is really good. Um, I like Josh Allen a lot this week. Obviously, he's super expensive. Matty Ice, uh, considerably cheaper, but Josh Allen is expensive because he's worth it. Uh, so those are my three. Brandon, where are you at? <laughs> well, just to let our listeners know, uh, if you're watching the weather in Miami, you'll miss out on the Miami-Buffalo game. Just to let you know. Why? What do you mean? It's in Buffalo. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> technicality. I'm a, I'm a dummy. Okay. Keep killing it, Brady. <laughs> that's what I do. That's Hey, that's why we love you. That's why you're our host with the most. I'm a genius. All right. So I'm going to go with some cheap guys. Uh this week, the, all, the ones you guys said. Uh, I'll start with the mid-tier one. I will give Brady props, though, before he goes on in episode uh, one. I guess it'd be two, because I was in episode two. Uh, you mentioned Burrow. You wanted to jump on the bandwagon before his price went sky high. Well, we haven't played him at all this year, and all of a sudden he's getting up there. So hopefully we didn't miss out too much on him. Um, but, yeah, he's a good play. Let's see. I think if you want to, I think it's the uphill on the stock chart for the tan man. Mm. I think this is a week. If you're going to do it, I could see a definite skinny stack with tan man, um, him and AJ Brown. And then uh, if you want to fade Derrick Henry this week, the only reason I'd say that is because Indianapolis is pretty damn good against the run. So that's what I would probably do if I was uh, wanting to pivot from that. Not always the smartest play with King Henry, but. Tan man's looking pretty good. Uh, let's see some some lower ones. I got a couple for you that I really like. Uh, I'm still torn. I want to go to Trevor Lawrence sometimes in some of my stacks. Seattle looked okay against New Orleans, but I'm not real big on New Orleans. So this game could be weird. It could get high scoring because both teams aren't that good. But then again, I don't know. Uh, that's why my bankroll's low. <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, two gloves. I'm going to try to pull a joke. Interesting. Yeah, I just don't like Washington secondary, man. They stink. Denver stinks. This could be a, a high-scoring affair where it could be really, really bad. Uh, right. I think Jerry Judy comes back, so there's not many targets to throw to, so why not stack him and Sutton and or Fant and Sutton or Fant and Judy mm-hmm. and go to town, man. Um, let's go to running backs. I'll start here. Um he could be the starter in Philly. He's 12th among running backs with a 13.4 target share. Uh, and the Lions have given up six receiving touchdowns to running backs this season. So uh, Kenny Gainwell could catch a touchdown. And that would be big because he's only 5,000 and he should get a lot of action against Detroit. Um I said it. You guys kind of poo-pooed me last week. Cordell Patterson. Um, I mean, this dude is all over the field. I think he actually, in more stat snaps than not, I think he's out wide than he is in the backfield. Um, but he gets a ton of touches um, with the ball as well as far as run attempts. Uh, Mike Davis is essentially done there, and I don't know if Cordell Patterson is the main running back at this point. 
um, $6,200 for him and another interesting game. Like I said, Atlanta, that could be big. And uh, I'm going back to the Khalil Herbert well again. He's uh, 5,400. He looks great. Um, he, I mean, I don't know, man. I think he could end up, because of the injuries and the COVID stuff, end up being the main guy before the end of the season uh, there in Chicago. So uh, three fairly cheap guys uh, from me this week. Um, Joe, running backs, please. Um, let me just start by saying be a little cautious on the uh, Kenny Gainwell love this week because – Boston Scott did come in and get uh, seven rushing attempts and two targets last week. Mm -hmm. Um, So he might, he might vulture some stuff from Kenny Gainwell. Um, That said, um, I am again on Daryl Henderson this week. He killed a lot of people last week, but he's in a great spot again against the Houston defense. Um, He should, you would think get 20 plus touches against such a bad defense. They should be playing from ahead, but who knows? The Rams might be trying to run it up. Um, and then I got a couple cheapies of my of my own here. Um, I am liking uh, Mr. Michael Carter on the Jets, mm. believe it or not. Sure. Um, Michael Carter has been uh, getting more work each week um, the last few weeks. Uh, last week, he actually had 11 rushing attempts. And after Mike White, who is going to be the starter this week, came in, he got up to nine targets last week. So I'm kind of looking for a little more of that this week from Michael Carter. Well, and he is under five grand in his ownership right now as of the awesome O projections, 6.3. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I just think nobody wants to play a jet. So right. I I'm, might be that guy that bites the bullet on that this week and plays a jet. I don't hate jet. that play. Okay. And then my last guy... I man, I'm 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 looking like a real homer for the Houston Texans here. Uh, I mentioned Tyrod earlier. I'm going to mention this guy, David Johnson. Mm-hmm. They just traded Mark Ingram, didn't they? Forty-two hundred. They just got rid of Mark Ingram. It is him and Philip Lindsay in that backfield alone. And uh, man, I mean, if there's ever a time, this is yeah. it. At 4,200. Yeah, if you're going to take a risk, man, on a GPP flyer, that's definitely him or Lindsay, man, just either one of those. I actually I mean, like Lindsay a little bit better. I don't remember why. David Johnson is 4,200. He got seven rushing attempts last week, which is not ideal. Got six targets last week. So for almost the minimum price, I am, I'm all about David Johnson this week. Yeah, but yep. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Unless Phil Lindsay is, is the do? stone minimum, but he got two rushing attempts last right. week, and that is it. Right. Well, but I mean, what's Houston going to do? They're not going to throw to try to catch up. Well, the problem but with David Johnson is the receiver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's yeah. The Rams give up most of their points on the ground, anyways. So. Well, yeah, but they have an amazing defensive line, right? For pass rush. Oh, okay. All I right. mean, literally, they who they play last week again. <clears throat> the Bears, okay, the week before they gave up a couple touchdowns, I believe. But, yeah, that's, mean, if that's where you're going to do a comeback, you're right, Joe. That's that's exactly where I'd do it. I mean, God, they're – let me see real quick. I want to see uh, what the defensive versus uh, position looks like um, with the Rams. I know people don't like this stat, but let's go rank against um, the Jets. Where are the Rams? 
So it's the Panthers, the Bills, Indy. Yeah. Brandon, I hate to say it. Looks like you're right. Um, I mean, I mean what am I, what, 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 why would I just throw some BS out there? I mean, come on now. I'm, I'm, uh, in no way am I saying that David Johnson is the running back that DeAndre Swift is anymore, but that's who they played last week. They played the Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift had 13 carries for 48 yards and eight receptions for 96. Mm. So if David Johnson's going to be that guy taking swing passes out of the backfield and stuff like that, and DeAndre Swift went for 96 on eight catches last week. I, I'm all for it for 4,200 bucks. All right. All right. That's fair. Put that in the uh, listener league thing we got. No promises. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandon? Yeah. So before uh, BDJ hit us with that sweet knowledge, uh, I, I was not going low on running backs this week. I was going to try to put in three in my lineups. I just – uh, I, don't, I, I like Henderson. I think he. this is a good bounce back week. I think people, it's almost like a good spot for him because uh, last week everybody seemed to be on him. After the week before, he did good, and then all of a sudden everybody wanted to get on him, and then he didn't do anything. This I think this is a prime spot. I like your take with Patterson. It's just like paying for another receiver but also runs the ball too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great play. I, I mean, I still think he's too underpriced still for how they use him in that offense. But uh, – I want to pay up this week. I love Chubb without Kareem Hunt. I don't think Dearness is going to take that much um, if he's fully healthy. I love Mixon. Look what the Jets just did. I mean, I think they gave up five rushing touchdowns last week, I believe. Um, wow. So, well, I know they gave up two to like – maybe it wasn't five. Maybe it was like just five to total running backs. But, I mean, I can see Mixon. All he needs – I mean – it's just a that's a sweet spot. I don't I don't know why you would. Uh, I think it'd be a good pivot from Chase and and uh, Burrow, but yeah, I mean you can go with any of the higher end ones. I just think you should probably stack up because once you get past, I'd say Cordero Patterson, you're probably getting pretty thin. Um, and this isn't a week. I don't I don't think you should punt on running back just because I think the field's too thin. Uh, let's go snake draft style. Hit us with some wide receivers, Brandon. Oh, right back. To, I know. Right back to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to my stack. I like the Denver receivers this week. Uh, I would think that Fangio, that's a, that's the head coach, right? If he's smart, he's going to pass on them because they can't cover anybody. So I like Sutton. I like Judy um, a lot. Uh, I like Godwin this week. If uh, Brown doesn't play. Because I, if I remember right, Evans and uh, Lattimore have a little history together. Uh, so I think Godwin could flip the script. But when Evans got three last week, I think Godwin's prime this week. Uh, Tyrod plays. I like Cooks. I think Devontae Smith finally breaks it out this week. Uh, does good. Pittman seems too low um, the way Indy's kind of moving now. Uh, there's a lot of receivers. That was kind of why I was uh, – moving more towards stacking tons of running backs because there's a ton of good options of receivers this week. Uh, Joe, wide receivers, please. You okay? Yeah. All right. Um, Did my throat make a weird sound right there? It sounded like you were, like, begging for mercy or something. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I mean, we have to mention the uh, the goat of the year this year. Uh, Cooper Cup, just, just play the guy. If you have the money, play the guy. Guy's ridiculous. Um, 
Debo Samuel just had a ridiculous game in a freaking hurricane almost out there in San Francisco. So I think he's obviously proven to be uh, not only matchup proof, but <laughs> weatherproof. Um, so I'll, I'll probably take some Debo this week. And then a couple of cheaper guys that I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at T Higgins this week. The mm-hmm. man has been getting a ridiculous amount of targets. Mm-hmm. He got 15 last week. I mean, at some point T Higgins is going to have a blow up game. And I just don't think people are going there as often as they should. Um, and then I guess my other cheap guys, Brandon already talked about, I am, uh, I'm with him on uh, Michael Pittman. I like Devontae Smith this week. Um, Keenan Allen still feels a little too cheap at 6,500. Um, but other than that, uh, I think I'll just pass the pass the buck along to uh, Brady. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm with Joe on the GOAT this season. I mean, the guy is insane. Highest value as well of all the flex players on the slate with the highest price. Uh, Cooper Cup just... I mean, at some point, you got to make him prove it, that he ain't it. And so far, he's been it this season. So I'm with Joe. Maybe you use one of Joe's $7 running back so that you can afford Cooper Cup. Might be the way to go. Um, I'm going back to this. I know. Thank you. Uh, I'm going back to this Buffalo game on wide receivers. I like Sanders, Beasley, um, the guy that's filling in for Dawson Knox, I know he's a tight end, so maybe I'll already edge into the tight ends. Uh, Ross Dwelly or something? I can't, I'll look it up in a minute. But I'm saying anybody except Diggs um, in that uh, Buffalo game. I kind of like keep an eye on the weather. Word on the street is the weather could be dicey in Buffalo. So let me go Are you sure to. sure it's not going to be bad in Miami? I don't know where it's probably both. Okay, here. Who so <laughs> Dawson Knox breaks his uh finger, still throws a touchdown pass. Stud. Um he did he doesn't get a lot of targets, but his backup who's going to play against Miami Oh is dear god, Tyler Sweeney. Tommy Sweeney. Ah. Oh, 2900 bucks. If you can go there, um, that game should be high scoring. So he's a possibility. Also in that game, um, Mike Jacecki, 94% of the snaps that he plays, he's either in the slot or out wide. So he's essentially, um, like Kyle Pitts who gets 73% of his snaps. He's lining up in the slot or out wide. Again, those are two tight ends, um, that are essentially, wide receivers. Only two starting NFL tight ends have played more than 70% of their snaps as a wide receiver in the slaughter out wide. And that's those guys, Kyle Pitts or Jacecki. So um, I like those guys. Uh, Joe, tight ends, please. This guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, continue to go with my kind of upper price guy and my low guy. And my low guy is going to be Ricky Seals-Jones. He is not like Super minimum or anything, but he's 3,800. Since becoming the starter, he has gotten nine, six, and seven targets. 3,800 bucks. I am all for that. At some point, he's going to fall in the end zone again and uh, just easily outpace that $3,800 price tag. Um, My top guy that I'm going with is uh, Mr. Pitts. Hmm. Because, I mean... You love him, that's why. He's a monster. He's your boyfriend. I mean... Eight yeah. targets, 
10 targets, nine targets. He, yeah, uh, I mean, the guy's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, he had 163 yards last week on seven catches. Uh, didn't get in the end zone and had 26 points. I mean, from a tight end, you can't really ask for a whole lot more than that. That's uh, getting up there towards uh, Travis territory. Right. Um, Brandon, tight ends. Yeah, well, real quick before uh, I'm just putting together Joe's lineup here of all of his guys. I just want to read this off to you. <laughs> oh, boy. So if you all want to get Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs, just go with what BDJ says. Tyrod Taylor, Daryl Henderson, David Johnson, T. Higgins, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Ricky Seals-Jones, Joe's boyfriend Kyle Pitts, and the Texans' defense, and you hit 50K. How about that? Well, you're running that? Guess I'll be changing my lineup now. No, I think you should. I think we should. I'm just going to enter this in one of these free ones, this like five hour energy free one. If that what goes off, I'm going to cry because I will not be playing that exact lineup. But I do have a uh, similar stack with uh, Joe Burrow instead. How can you have a similar stack? I have I have a Joe Burrow stack that has very similar players. Uh, in it. OK, well, that's a that now that is that's going to be something special. If Tyrod, David Johnson and the Houston's D all go off, that's that's going to be some special stuff, Joe. They're back. Listen, if all three of those go off, we <laughs> the Rams are going to have some issues and Daryl Henderson's not getting there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, they could get a lucky like punt return or something. Or yeah, they uh, need a pick six or some freaking extra yeah. help. No, because yeah. they're definitely not scoring from Houston getting, not defense. giving up points. Shuts down the Rams. They'll be a low-owned, Brady. Don't you shit on them just yet. Yeah, that's true. It will be (laughs) low-owned. Tight ends, Big Brandon. All right, well, uh, let's see. Is is Gronkowski back? He might be back this week. Okay, well, might not be too bad if AB's out. Uh, All the ones you said were good. I like Fant this week. He gets a lot of targets. There's not many options on, on uh, on the Broncos, so... If that other other tight end, the big O, I don't even want to pronounce his name because I don't know how. But uh, if he's not playing, then that that would be a good one to do, just because he'll get all the all the tight end love. Uh, and I'm I'm on Ricky Seals Jones as well. Uh, those yeah. are my two favorite right now. He's uh, he's got yeah, he's uh, got quite the position with Logan Thomas out, so he's stepping up for sure. I like that play. All right, uh, Homer time. Chiefs in action, prime time again. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Break it down against the Giants. Man, I mean, if if we lose to the Giants without Barkley, and who knows who's starting at receiver, I, I might just quit on the season. It might be over for me. Uh, I think we got it. I, I'm not sure that we're covering because I think the spread was 10 the last time I heard. That seems kind of aggressive with the way we've been playing, but uh, hopefully this is a get right spot for us and we take home the dub. Brandon. Yeah, I'm with Joe. I don't, excuse me. Sorry. I got a frog in my throat. Help me out, Brady. (laughs) So here's the thing. I would love to say this is the chiefs under pressure and they show up big under pressure, but based on the super bowl last year, I don't know that they shine so much under pressure. I'm like, they should, I don't know, man. I keep hearing, people much smarter than myself saying that uh, teams seem to have the Chiefs figured out. Um, I heard, I don't know who said it. I think it was on uh, First Things First, 
like, hey, man, you got to play within the system type situation. You can't go and, and you know, be trying to make magic happen on every play. I think the Chiefs will eke it out, but I don't know, man. They got a tough schedule coming up. Uh, Dallas is in there. Green Bay in there. Uh, they do play Cincinnati. Uh, before yeah, Chiefs got a brutal schedule, man. It's like they every game the, is like a Super Bowl. It's crazy. They have the toughest schedule the rest of the way. I think they win, but I think it's closer than it should be this weekend. Well, I, yeah, I think they win too, but I don't even want to guess on them anymore because I guess once right and I thought I knew the Chiefs and then they surprised me. So it's, it's bad. I don't know if they need to like make a big trade. I don't need, uh, maybe Josh Gordon needs to have a big game. They need a spark. Is he even in the game? Like I didn't watch last know. week. Is he even he's, playing? He's, he's catching a few plays here and there, but he's not like a major focal point in the game plan right. by any means yet. I mean, he's, he's definitely behind Byron Pringle at this point. Yeah. Byron Pringle made that freaking ridiculous catch last week though. That was nice. Yeah. But still, all right. Well, um, Joe, do you want to tell us about uh, playing softball the, the, with the dude that got uh, KO'd at the stadium? Oh, man, that guy is uh, that guy's something special, that's for sure. The super fan? Yeah, uh, man. Uh, he played right field. I think he got hit in the face with the ball and <laughs> took it like a champ. But uh, I think that has more to do with his drug habit than uh, anything. <laughs> Dang, he was feeling good then, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That guy is uh, well known to. Uh, let's just say he's he's gonna lose some teeth. Really, <laughs> dang. <laughs> well, he ain't gonna do it at the Chiefs Stadium anymore because he got booted. So, so you want so Brady, you want you guys yeah. want to hear this story with the since our yeah. gambling friends? Okay, so real quick, we're sitting there. Okay, so we're at the top level, first row. So we have great seats, like right over the balcony, anywhere on the corner, so you can see everything. And these. These guys, probably mid-20s, <clears throat> something like that. They're all wearing Carolina gear, but they're from New York, and they're right behind us. And one guy, I mean, they're all drunk. And one guy sitting there, and we, I asked him if he placed a bet. And he did the he did 20 bucks on the second half of the game. Well, if you saw the first half of the game, it was like 5-3. to three. And so it was like an over – or under of like 21 points total on the game. And he took, he took the under and with like five minutes left, I think the Giants scored or five or six minutes left. The Giants scored and they put it like, I don't know, 11 to 11 to two or something weird like that. It was something strange. It was the strangest game ever. And they get a three and out and then they score again. And it's like, at, it's at like night. It's like at 18 to three or something like that or whatever. Or something. It was right below the the under. So there was only like two minutes left. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Devontae Booker ran a touchdown to make it like twenty-five to three or twenty-five to two. Did you guys see that at all? No. Loved it. Helped my season long team. There you go. <laughs> well, you must have saw it, but that guy was pissed because he was so cocky, man. He was just like, Oh, I've got it. I put twenty bucks easy on that because I asked him where he bet and he looked at me like I was a weirdo. I'm like, well, we live from we live in Kansas. We can't just place bet on games, man. <laughs> I was like, I, and I was just like, he's like, oh, and he's just stuffing nachos in his face, <laughs> and he and he goes, yeah, I I just took the under. There's no way in hell this is gonna happen. And like right before all this started happening, he's like, see, I told you. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff happened, and right before he lost the bet, 
I go, yeah, this is probably going to be like a, a fake punt or something, or they're going to punt in the next play. Giants will score a touchdown or something. That's exactly what happened. You should have seen his face, man. His <laughs> face, it's like he lost like his whole mortgage on his house or something, dude. He, he was like 20 bucks, even though he just dropped about 150 on like four beers and a thing of nachos. Well, that's third. what I was thinking, man. Like, I can't afford to go to football games as it is. I can't imagine if I could live gamble on it while I'm there. I mean, that'd well, be yeah, it's yeah, that's scary stuff. I mean, yeah, we got a round of beers for uh, the four of us that went, and it was 52 bucks, man. Oof. Four beers. Yeah. I don't know. And they were only I mean, just normal 16-ounce beers, too. Nah, Four dude. Crazy. Yeah, stuff's, stuff's crazy, man. I think gas up there is like 370 or 360-something. I, I, I need three more jobs before I go affording that. Well, it's crazy, <laughs> too, because it's like you go there. and I mean, I thought New York was cool. Like The daytime was really cool and stuff because just in general, just seeing stuff you don't ever see on a daily. But the night, man, oh, man. It's, yeah, the... The freaks come out at night, man. I'm telling you. Hey, listen, it can't be any weirder than Westport. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I would know. I'm old. I have kids. I don't go to Westport. I was going to say, yeah, I don't don't know. I think it's probably uh, puts Westport to shame. But uh, (laughs) I don't know anything about Westport. Yeah, I was going to say, and if anybody's a listener and likes Westport or whatever, don't listen to Brady. He also thinks it's going to be uh, nice in Miami. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, love our bros. Join our listener league. Take on this dumpster fire of a podcast, uh, week by week, $1 contest. We don't make any money. We just do it so we can come in here and talk trash. By the way, if you go to the league right now, did anybody want to check the standings real quick, Joe? No, I'm sure I know who's freaking at the top of them because somebody's asking. Brady's barely winning at the top. He's just... Me? Yeah, so how does that work anyways? Because I didn't actually p- follow along last year, but it shows the total points. How do you get points? Yeah, nobody knows how it works. That's why Brady's winning. <laughs> yeah. Your score is calculated based on your performance and paid contests within your league. You know what I see at the top right now? I see uh, I see you, JK and KC at 148.5 points. And yes. uh, the next closest person is 12 points behind. 15 points I behind. I can't math. And you've got the most wins as well with 13. Yeah, man, I'm goaded. What do you want from me? You've placed the most as well. You're killing it. And what I'm hearing is your second in prize money. Follow my lead, people. <laughs> yeah, I gave you the lineup for the Millie. Get it. Come in. Knock uh, Joe off his pedestal. Follow us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports. Um, join our league. And uh, thank you for listening. For uh, Shark Daddy, JKNKC, find him on Twitch. And for Big Brandon, uh, I'm Brady G in the place to be. Go have a week. Go catch a bag. Why did Brandon go offline? I don't know. You're supposed to, well, you got to say his line since he's gone. You want me to yell, love bro. <laughs> <laughs>